welcome to Waiting on the Bonus Points, a fantasy Premier League podcast brought to you by the Herald Sports Desk. Hello and welcome to the latest episode of Waiting on the Bonus Points. Uh, as ever in the studio with me is the gut man Jack Ball. I'm not looking forward to this week. No, he's pretty angry. And uh, I'm, the, I'm the stat man David Monday. Um, we should just say before we get started that there's a lot of... Uh, anger to come out of Jack a little bit later in in the show. Obviously, I mean, I, I think there's you know there's certain um, what do you call it? you know periods in human history. Um, you've got you know a, you've got BC and AD, so like you know the coming of Christ, big impact on history. You know, there's pre World War One, post World War One, pre World War Two, post World War Two, Cold War, etc. And then there's the pre Kane thinks he scored a goal at Stoke era, and then there's the post. Kane thinks he scored a goal at Stoke era. I'm just fuming, but we'll talk about it. The world, there there was a passing of something on Saturday afternoon when Harry Kane thought he scored a goal at Stoke, but then it was chalked off. But as I said, we're going to come on to that a little bit later. Um, We're going to talk about how game week 33 went for us, and then a little bit later when we debate. Uh, between the two of us, we're gonna we we are gonna clear up whether or not we think that goal should be a Harry Kane goal or a Christian Eriksen um, goal. No fourth for this week, which is we should yeah we should just say um, we made a decision a few weeks ago that um, we kind of had you know Jack was just doing forfeit like every single week and and I just I felt bad really. That's you know, not how it happened. How <laughs> that's, not, that's not how it happened at all. Effectively, what we decided we was that we were gonna have exactly. I mean that's the thing. It was difficult for me. It was difficult for me to think of a new way to. To kind of you know punish you every week without basically just getting quite quite mean. So we decided that we were going to make it monthly, um, and there has been much debate as to whether or not game week thirty two uh, counts towards April or not because the Sunday of that game week was on April first. And as I've said though, it counts as to what month FPL puts it on. And FPL for some reason have decided to class game week thirty two as a March week, which I shouldn't complain too much because I should just say that actually because I did really well in that week, I went from being second for the month in our work league to top for the month, which actually means I get an extra five get an extra five pounds. <laughs> well, Jack, you've got some stats for us later. You've got some stats for us later to prove that actually maybe I've got cause to do that. So uh, I've got but, stats to prove why I'm so angry this year. Yeah, exactly. So fault. coming up later is Jack who has printed off the game week history of Baron and me and himself to make a point of which I have no idea what it is. To make a point, don't do FPL podcasts because it ruins, <laughs> it ruins your score. Well, speaking of scores, let's get straight into game week 33 um, and a low-scoring week for, for all. I haven't actually double-checked, but I'm pretty sure that 35, which is my score, is my lowest score of the whole season. Um, and somehow, I've got a green arrow out of it. I've gone up 2,000 places. How, how have we got less points than when we only had half a team? I know. I just don't understand it. Exactly. What is going on with FPL? This season really has bugged me. It's really annoying. I mean, I got 99 points uh, with a four-point hit, I should add, for game week 31 mm-hmm. when there was only four games on. And Jack, you got uh, sort of 89 or something, is that right? Something like that. Yeah. yeah. And again, so only four games on. And you only had about eight players. You've come into this game week with you know, uh, you know, know, 11 players. And you know a few automatic substitutions that have given you a five-two-three formation. I've never seen that before ever. But how many points did it get you? So it got me thirty-three points, but I took a four-point hit. Twenty-nine. Um, so twenty-nine, which it's frustrating with the way it worked out, which I'll talk about in a minute. Um, but yeah, twenty-nine points I finished on this week, which again isn't too bad. It's only six behind you, which is very catchable. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I have to admit, like that's that, but that's what I find so odd. Is um, have you gone down in the overall rankings? I think you may have done. Um, <laughs> but you know, I only got six more points than you. Yes, I did. You did. So I only got six more points than you, and I actually went up uh, two thousand places from one three seven k to one three five. You know, it's one of those weeks where if the score's low, um, yeah, it kind of sucks at everybody, but it doesn't take too many points just to make that little bit of progress. I mean, you know. To that, it's a tiny green arrow, but I mean, I tweeted before I went into the game because what I did was, you know, everyone was talking about this bin off Salah and buy Kane, and my kind of very, um, uh, what's the word? I've forgotten the word. You know that the impetuousness within me wanted to wanted to do both of those things. Like, let's be aggressive. Let's get Salah. Uh, let's get rid of Salah. Let's get Kane. And I, and I realised that two free transfers to get double game with thirty four was probably. Um, going to be a better thing so in the end I held off but I thought I'd still get a red arrow and I was prepped for a red arrow and then 
in the end, I've managed to get a green out. So I mean, I can't. I guess I can't complain too much. But your captain had a big. So my captain was Abamian, uh, who only actually got six points, doubled up to twelve. But actually, in a game week like this, six points—that's huge. That's I mean, apart from he was the second highest scoring player in my team. I should just point out I got incredibly lucky because. Um, you know, that's over a third of your total score. Yes, yeah, exactly. But my highest scoring player this week was actually Chris Smalling, who was my second substitute. This is how lucky I got. Because See, this, this is what angers me. I feel like <laughs> the footballing gods were well on treating on your side this week. Yeah, that's true. Because basically, uh, obviously, we, a lot of us kept Salah. I mean, you kept Salah as well, which meant that he came out. And my first sub was, um, was Matt Lowton at Burnley. I mean, and away oh, at Watford. I was hoping for a clean sheet there, but hey, one point uh, for Lowton. Um, but then... Uh, Sunday, I, I wasn't really following it because you know I was just having a bit of a day with the kids, and um, um, I, I got a notification on my phone to say it was one 0 Southampton. I just naturally assumed that Montreal was playing, um, and then um, so I got uh, frustrated, fed up. So I just quickly, you know, went into our little group chat and said, "Oh, Southampton are winning." And then it was only about sort of at half time when I was like, oh, "I should probably just check that my all my players are actually playing." I found out Monreal was on the bench. And I was like, oh man, if he can stay on the bench, then Smalling is coming in for seven points, which would make a big difference. I, in I spent the whole of that second half because I was watching the game thinking, come on, bring him on. Bring him on, bring him on. <laughs> bring him on. But that's the thing about FBL is like, it makes you care about who's, uh, who Arsenal bring on as their third sub in a game against Southampton when you don't support Arsenal, you don't support Southampton. And actually, largely speaking, you know, as an Argyle fan, you just don't care who wins that game outside of FPL. But then, of course, Aubameyang got the goal. He's not in your team. Um, Kane got his goal and then it got taken away and he is in your team and he was your captain frustrating I, I won't talk too much about that yet because we will talk about that yeah. in a bit but it's the, the two main frustrating points for me this week was actually a three very main frustrating points Kane obviously which I'll yeah. talk about in a bit yeah. Murata now he had two goals ah, yes. offside you can't argue it's offside the second one I'm, I don't think that was offside he was in <laughs> line with a defender and I'm, I'm sick of this in line with defender edging in the defender's favour. It really, really. He's supposed really to give the advantage to the forward. Supposed to, but I, no I one, think. No one does anymore. It's no. absolutely ridiculous. He was in line with him, and again, and then the one that was offside before that, you think if he, the, the, I can't remember, is it Willian or he might be the one that assisted the second goal? I can't remember now. But whoever assisted the first offside goal that Morata got, you just think if you had played the ball two seconds earlier, Morata would have been through, and he would have got that goal. Yeah. It? You just end up getting frustrated by things that you really shouldn't be that. Because again, you don't about. care about Chelsea or West Ham, do you? So like. No, but it's just, again, Morata, you know, I can't be too downhearted because he's got a goal and assist since I brought him in. Yeah, yeah. Actually, long term, he's been pretty good for you so far. And he's got a double game week next week. Yeah. He's got two quite fanciful fixtures, even though Chelsea aren't the best at form <laughs> right now. But, you know, he's, he's looked a bit more lively in recent games. He's, like I said, he did score two goals but just after offside, but he's getting in the right positions, albeit a second or two too late. And then, having Pickford on my bench oh, was, the, was the thing that yeah. really annoyed me as well. I mean... Had I known, I mean, I, I, I guess that Salah wouldn't play, but with Firmino and Mane, there's still a lot of attacking threat. I didn't know Firmino was going to be dropped. Yeah. And Solanke seems to not be able to finish from two yards out of it, you know. <laughs> which is frustrating because I, I find myself wanting my keeper to concede because in order to do better than Dubravko, I brought in. And last well, Dubrovnik, week, if you're Joe Barton. Last week I brought him in and so gave points for it, but now I think oh, that's backfired this week because he's got eight yeah. points less than. It's, I mean, so, the thing is, I mean, talking. I think we should just talk about clean sheets from Game Week Thirty Three because that out of twenty teams, only two got clean sheets, and that was Everton and Liverpool in a game week where Brighton were hosting New, uh, Huddersfield, who obviously have a very poor defensive record. I mean, loads of us went for a Leicester defender because we thought Newcastle away they're not going to produce very much. Then they won the game. Um, you know, Burnley traditionally quite good at keeping clean sheets. Watford don't score too many goals. No clean sheet there. Um, you know, Spurs look like a clean sheet, bit of a banker against Stoke because Stoke don't score goals and there was a goal there. Um, you know, Arsenal at home against teams outside the top six have only conceded six goals in 12 games, I think it is, which actually, that's, you know, average is pretty good for them and three of them were in one game right at the start of the season. They conceded twice. Chelsea home to West Ham. You know, a lot of people had Alonso. They conceded as well. That, I think this is part of the reason why people have such a low scoring week. Yeah, know? there was just no clean sheets. I, mean, I found Dyke in my team, so I got one. Ah, one there we go. Sheet. My was Maguire, Dunk, Tarkovsky, and Schindler. And I was, I was sure that some of them were going to get clean sheets. You know, not yeah. all of them, because that's rare. And Dubravka as well. You know, okay, look, I wasn't banking necessarily on a clean sheet before. <laughs> more of a chance than Pickford, which proves how wrong I was. But... There was one brief highlight of my team this week. And that was? I brought in Milivojevic. Hey. He scored from a direct free kick. It was um, a good goal. Again, it was, so, I brought, so this week I took a double hit again. I brought in Kane and Milivojevic. And at one point I thought, two weeks in a row, my <laughs> one hit has paid off. Yeah. 
Literally done it as soon as, you know, there's someone there to spite me a few minutes later and um, put me back in my place where I thought I had actually had two successful weeks. And had that Kane goal stood, which again we'll talk about in a bit, I would, or I put Pickford in, I would be laughing. I think I'm allowed to be married. Yeah, but you could have been, you could have been on like sort of 50, 60 if those sort of, but then again, it's just fine margins, isn't it? I suppose. But it is frustrating. Milivoyevich which is annoying me, right? As is Vardy, because I, um, they were in my bank game week 31 team, Vardy was on the bench. And, um, you know, I, I looked at um, Vardy's record, I and mean, we talked about this last week, didn't we? I looked at Vardy's record when Leicester have good fixtures. It doesn't really do that well. And then he has scored in every game week since I've sold him. He was in my team for three weeks and he only scored once and got booked. So he got five points for that. And, yeah, so like I said, he scored in both of those weeks. Um, Milivojevic, um, you know, I, I only got one goal out of him when he was in my team for about six weeks. And then because he's got in the double game week, I got rid of him. You know, I'd rather go for someone who's going to play twice, just, you know, and he and he scored two weeks in a row since I've got rid of him, and and I'm still and, getting and the green arrows. No, well, no exactly. Well, I tell you what was really interesting on that actually. Obviously, on Saturday, uh, myself and my colleague Chris Errington, we were both at home park to cover Argyle against Peterborough United, and um, we obviously both have tweet deck up because we're live tweeting. But that also means we can see the Premier League goals as they come through. And I'd seen that it come through as a Milivojevic goal, and it had, and everyone was saying, "Oh, fantastic free kick!" And um, Chris didn't have as much of a view of it and his phone he has goal notifications for Crystal Palace we should say Chris is a Crystal Palace fan and um, the goal notification came up it said goal Crystal Palace 1-0 Milivojevic in brackets penalty so we just we just assumed that what because he's got such a long name that someone up at Premier League Towers has just got Luka Milivojevic typed out and then put penalty on him because naturally sorry normally that's the kind of goal he gets so every time he does get a goal oh yeah it's paste copy paste but it's just so that that was one brief highlight, and the other annoying thing is every time I bring in Stanislas, he gets injured, and he's going to be out for the season. <laughs> he's now, out for the season, now, yeah. He's going to have to, you're going to have to get rid of so, him this week. Would you think him and Salah? I've had this week. I just I seem to have had more injuries this season than I've ever had before. Yeah, and some of them some freak injuries as well, or freak reasons for them not being in the team, as we spoke about many times. Oh, many many, many times. And I'm not I'm not really one to like say oh poor me, but I really do think I've had an unusually bad luck season. Don't get me wrong, I've made some bad decisions along the way as well. <laughs> yeah, that's but true. But when I make good decisions and base things on facts, it's always backfired. And like I said, Sanislas was a great cheap signing. I think he did score to me before he got injured. Well, while we're on the subject of, of that, Jack, would you like to take us through this 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 piece that you've got for us about bad luck and, and, and this bad season you're having comparing it to previous seasons? Well, I just, I, I just think that, I've said, I've said to a few friends, I genuinely, I've, I've loved doing this podcast and it's been, it's been one of the highlights of the week, especially when it was me, you and Baron as well, because, you know, it was just an extra person and it was, it was that sort of, one extra person to do a fourth. The producer's bit. shaking his head, he's wanting to mention. He's always been here in every episode as well. <laughs> he's so not here now. Start speaking, it's gone downhill. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, the, but I've said to a lot of friends this year that this podcast has made me do ridiculous things because I'm just thinking about the forfeit, that's all I've thought about. I've not thought about Longer term, other than just trying not to do this forfeit, I went through a spell before Baron left. Thought it's fifty-fifty between you and me who didn't get it. Of not doing a forfeit for quite a decent period until the wild card came along. And like I said, when I made that wild card in January, I was literally watching myself, thinking, "What are you doing?" But I couldn't <laughs> stop myself. So, um, so yeah, I, I, I wanted to look back basically at our, our previous scores yeah. to prove to the people that I'm not actually as bad as I have been this season, <laughs> and I do have some credibility somewhere <laughs> that's long since been lost. But this year, shockingly, I'm nearly 2 million, I'm just under 2 million really. 1,971,435. Wow. Which is the lowest I've been since the first year I did it. Which was about 2011, something like that? Yeah, when I really didn't take it seriously at all. And that's, I mean, I'm, don't get me wrong, I've never been up to the heights that Dave's been, to be fair to him. Although, a few, I don't think I did beat you one, one year, 2013 and 14, looking at these stats. Oh, so, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, my average has been around ha- half a million. I've, I've been getting less and less each season, each season really, and, um, which is more impressive considering there's been more and more players this yeah, year. Yeah, exactly. Um, but Baron, surprisingly, and I'm not, I don't want to throw him under the bus as such, because he's had an absolutely fantastic season and deserves credit because he's really paid attention to the team and thought long and hard about it, and possibly, I think, he's not done that in the past. Which He did admit that this is the, the first year in a while that he, he's plugged himself in so much to... The FPR community and the statistics that are, are on offer. Um, so, three, yeah. three of the last four seasons I've finished better than Baron has, and but this year, I mean, he's still in the top fifty thousand, yeah. forty-three thousand seven hundred twentieth, which, <clears throat> in a game with over five and a half million players, is, is pretty remarkable. And it's worth pointing out you've got one hundred thirty-five thousand eight hundred eight 
that's, that's where you are. Yeah. You know, I just can't believe I'm nearly two million. I, I mean, that's the thing. The gap between that. me and Baron and, and you this year is bigger than it just ever has been before. It's crazy. And I genuinely, like I said, I, I put it down to this podcast. Because <laughs> it's really, honestly, I'm not. It does get under your skin. Mess with my mind. Yeah. I'm. I've got. I've got. To, I've got to learn to control that because it's not good in life. I need to. <laughs> but no. But I just wanted to put it out there that I'm not as bad as I've, I made out. And I'm, I'm hoping. I've been saying this for years. I want to be Dave. I've not done that since I've known him. But next year <laughs> will be the year. Hopefully. He, and I would just like to point out, and and, and I take your point. You know, you've been, you've had a tough year, so I don't want to be too horrible. But at the end of every season, you always say, you say, you're like Liverpool with FPL. You always say, oh yeah, no, next year's my year, next year's my year. And actually, you you do actually tend to spend the last six weeks of a season somehow you end up doing quite well. Uh, so then that's what gives you this kind of mandate to say, no, 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 next year, next year is going to be the year I beat you. So well, we'll have to see um, how that how that plays out. Um, I think we should at the start of the season we're gonna have to come up with some like season long thing like, like I've got a few things for friends like we lose us to pay for the chance or something we'll have to come up with something yeah you need to change that because every time you talk about the fact that you don't want to lose that it just comes across like you don't want to give money to charity <laughs> yeah that's the <laughs> <laughs> you need to think of a different one <laughs> I'm not giving money to charity I think Stan it's like yes yeah, like you put your tweet out like yes I don't have to give money to charity yeah if I finish, if I finish higher than the two million does that count me as a registered charity can I, can I try and take the money? What, as in uh, someone who's not very good at FPL? Yeah, could I, could People out there who don't have food, mate, I think that's a bit more important. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, yeah, we'll, we'll come up with something for next year. Yeah, it's just, and, it's just uh, been a season of frustration for me this year, it really has. And I, it's, it's frustrating when you're doing a podcast because you, you want to talk about things with some sort of yeah, that's true. credence and some sort of uh, authority. Uh, authority. And I just, I'm, I mean, too many, who am I to say anything? Really? <laughs> I'm an example of what not to do, but. Maybe maybe that's why we put you on the podcast. Maybe that was the plan all along. Although I wish I should say I still should say that getting Morata in that we said at the beginning of the season when we came up with our little names for each other. When I described you as the gut man, I said that there are times when your your strange decisions pay off because you are prepared to take the risk. And I think that you know it, you know as much as you're trying to you know say oh you know my rating's not as great this year. You know, I still think take some credit for Morata. That's a good signing. And of course, last week you took a four-point hit, and you got you know points out of both of them. And the thing is, as well, in previous years, I would have brought in Kane sooner than I did. I would have brought in Sterling long ago, but I didn't bring him in because you and Baron had them. Mm. So I've, that's that's why my scores are low because I've deliberately not brought in the same players to try not to get the, the forfeit, which I never would have done before. I would have brought in <laughs> Sterling. You know, who wouldn't? Yeah, exactly. Who's cheaper than a lot of the other options? So that is why this year has gone horribly wrong. <laughs> but like I said, you've got to give. Bearing credit, I mean, to be in the top 50,000 at this point, I mean, when you compare his other seasons, he's absolutely having a world here. Yeah. So, hopefully, he does, he, does, he does keep it up in the last few seasons. Yeah, I mean, last few weeks, sorry. yeah, I mean, it, it, I mean, compared to, yeah, it's just a massive, massive jump. So, as we say, fair play to him for, for doing so well. He's been up there all year as well. Yeah, he's, he's, he's held on to it. He's not suddenly just had a good end to the year. I mean, he's been up there from the very start. He's been very consistent, and um, which I still I think it goes back to that week when he captained Sterling before. Sterling was really in that run where you captain him every week. I mean, he went through a very good run of getting the right person as captain every for, for, for I think good three or four weeks, five weeks, and mm. it made it can make a huge difference. And, yeah, you know, I used to get your triple captains come and Baron doesn't, so I'll be interested to watch you two because the gap between you two has closed a lot. Yeah, it's down to about forty points now. So I wish I was in that race, but I'm not. I'm just a spectator. Yeah. Well, um, yeah, I, I don't want to say I'm quietly confident because we do have a very similar team because we both wildcarded in the same week and we've largely got the same players. So it will be interesting, but as I said, I've still got the triple captain. So hopefully, for me, that pays off. But um, one other thing I think um, we should just say about you, Jack, is that with Kane, because uh, it leads us into our questions, is, is why. Um, you know, again, had, uh, had that goal, you know, fine margins, had that goal been awarded to him, which as I said, we will clear up. Well, we won't clear it up. We'll give our opinion on it because we're not really the authority. But um, had that goal been given to him, I mean, you know, Captain and Kane as he transfer when you know I didn't have him, Baron didn't have him, a lot of people didn't have him, and uh, your other transfer, Milivojevic scoring. So again, just going back to this idea that you know your little punts, you were unlucky on that one. So well, that's the thing. This week, I've got from my from my two um, my two team from my two transfer in players, I got twelve points. And I got twelve last week as well. Yeah, so yeah. Both weeks, I've got. Not bad, not bad. But so, so the thing about Kane is that obviously, and again, to your advantage, you don't have to work out how you're getting Kane in this week. I do have to work out how to get Kane in this week. So that ties very nicely into our first question from Andy, who said, "Is Harry Kane essential for double game week 34?" Well, first, before I answer that question, I'll, I'll, I'll just say how I managed to get him in because I, I, I would like to give it up. Cause I think I said in last week's podcast I wasn't planning to bring him in. Like, ah, I, was, yes, I wasn't of course. planning to bring him in. Yeah, yeah. But I wanted to get rid of De Bruyne. Uh-huh. And Milivojevic was looking quite tempting, and so I thought 
take De Bruyne out, take Murray out, who's not been very well, just see which good strikers I can get. I put the Kaku in first, and then I put in Kane. I thought, can I do it? And then I saw I could get him and Malou in, which I thought, that's yeah. quite good. That's not a bad swap, because De Bruyne has done very little. Playing very deep, and I think he didn't play against Man United, did he? I, I, I don't know what his team's going to look like once they won the title. Mm. Which I know they didn't win it against United at the weekend, but they will win it at some point soon. I noticed that Gary Lineker said if they don't win it, he's going to do match a day in a thong, <laughs> um, which nobody wants to see. So no. I'm sure they didn't even mention it on the program. I don't know if you watched this week. Danny Murphy said, of course, and if they don't win the league, there's uh, another thing we've got to look forward to. And, and Gary Lineker just kind of giggled, and then they moved on. So they di- they didn't even front up to it on the show. They don't know they can say that word, and we'll probably see. Yeah, that's true. Maybe. But um, is he essential? It's tough because I think Man City will be won't be easy. They're going to want to come back. Fighting, but they do have the game Tuesday night, don't they? Against, That's that, well, yeah. against Liverpool, and I, I'm not so sure. It's really hard to say Harry Kane's essential because he does let you down on games <laughs> where you think he's going to do well. And I mean, whether or not he got this goal, I mean, if he had got it, I would be saying yes, I think. But Brighton. But do you not think that? Because I mean, what I would say is that whether so if you take it because I had not been game week 33 I mean largely the fact he didn't score is good news for me but I don't think it matters whether or not the goal goes down as him or not the fact is he was at the very least probably what like a millimetre away mm. from getting you know if he's your captain eight points and possibly some bonus as well and that's the kind of thing you're looking for that tells me that you know he is he's come straight back in and he's in the thick of it again and these these two particular games, I mean, I've got to be honest, Spurs against um, Man City, you know, Man City, right, they've got to throw everything at that Liverpool game, everything, which uh, is tonight, um, you know, at time of recording, you might be listening to this later in the week and you might already know what's happened in it. Because um, Man City have got to play their first team for that and they're going to have to stretch themselves because, you know, like you said, the league is already wrapped up, the Champions League, if they can win that, as well as the league. I mean, that's got to be their priority now. And they've really got to go for it. So they're going to play their first team. They could be going into this game away at Spurs with a similar kind of, you know, um, half-and-half kind of team that they did against Man United. And Spurs at home at Wembley have been getting better and better each game. I mean, Son is fantastic there. Kane, obviously, is chasing this golden boot because he's a little bit behind Salah. And I mean, I think people are saying, oh, why is Kane being so... Kind of, um, you know, he's getting really aggressive. Not aggressive, but he's going out of his way to try and claim this goal. Also, I completely understand. It's very it. unusual for a club to appeal. Yes. Well, I think it's because well, it might be something to do. Some people have suggested that maybe in his contract, um, there's something to do with um, if he reaches a certain amount of goals, then his um, uh, clause for. Well, I can't remember it now. The thing on Football Manager when you uh, your buyout clause for as a transfer, basically that could go up if he hits a certain goal tally or something. There's suggestions of that, so I completely understand his motivation to dominate this game. And I don't think their focus is going to be on it. I I, I, do, I feel like Kane could get a goal in that game. And then of course Brighton, I can tell you from first-hand experience from having Ryan and Shalotto for game week 33 in a game against Huddersfield Town, who hadn't scored in 440 something minutes. They will score a lot of goals against Brighton. That's when you think they will, and that's always when these things strike. The reason, well, the reason I'm debating. Yeah, but you have to play the percentages, though. That's what I'm saying yeah. about it being essential. The reason I'm debating Harry Kane is because of Lukaku, and I think that's nah. another solid option. If you've already got Lukaku, then yeah, and you I do have Kane, him already, yeah. Then yes, I think Kane is essential. But if it's between the two, I mean, the, the Man U also have a double game week fixture this week. They get home to West Brom and away to Bournemouth. Now, there are goals in that game. Hmm. And if Manu approached that game like they did against City, the second half, the second half, yeah, <laughs> then they could score a bag full of goals. And of course, when you compare Kane and Lukaku directly, Kane's always got the chance of a hat trick, which I don't think Lukaku always looks like having. But yeah, Kane's got the a high ceiling. Very appealing this game, so that is why there's a little bit of hesitation. Okay, if it's between the two. I might have opted for Lukaku this week. Just to well, I think I mean, a lot of people are asking. A lot of people have Lukaku if they've wildcarded. So I mean, I suppose maybe that makes your decision. Um, just to let people know, how I'm I'm planning to get Kane in because they might be in a similar situation. Um, my plan had always been on my wildcard because I had about a million-ish in the bank because Aubameyang's not playing twice this week and I've got free hit for game week 35. I'm happy to have no Aubameyang this week, use him to get Kane and then get rid of Monreal, who actually might not be playing anymore anyway. Um, as you know, as my other expensive defender and, and get in a cheapo. Not really sure who yet. I mean, the the options aren't amazing, but I would try and make sure they're probably a double game weaker for thirty four, um, and then um, that should just about cover me. But of course, Kane has gone up again, a little bit out of the blue overnight, so it might be difficult. The other thing, of course, is that Salah might be able to help you do it. 
because I mean I'm going to wait to see what happens if he plays tonight you know if he's mm-hmm. going to come off injured again and then if Klopp says he's out for a couple of weeks towards the end of the week I mean that's why I'm going to make my transfers then he's the Liverpool one desperate for points in the Premier League so you could no, exactly. see them if they've got Champions League football still to come you could conceivably see them resting he'll be wrapped in cotton wool not going to be in Premier League games I mean if that happens bearing in mind again free hit th- in game week 35 I mean if, getting rid of Aubameyang and Salah doesn't, bo- doesn't scare me because I know that at the very least I'll have them in 35 um, in terms of midfielders I could get I mean if I get rid of Salah and Aubameyang I mean Kane I can still get a relatively I can I could probably get another Spurs midfielder um, I could probably get Eriksen or, or um, Ali if I wanted to so I mean there's definitely options out there for people to get Kane well, um, is Pogba on your radar at all after not after really no well, I, 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 he doesn't show it he never shows it consistently yes, I think that's yeah. the thing and like while it was great I mean I thought the narrative of that whole thing was fantastic because Pep brought out that news about the fact that oh yeah uh, Mourinho just offered me Pogba in January which you know we can we can agree or disagree whether or not that's real I mean no one really knows could be a bit of a mind game to unsettle the camp he turns up to the game with blue boots and blue hair plays rubbish in the first half and then just casually scores two goals in the second exactly if you if you go and score two goals in a game like that um, especially when you've been so poor in the first half, the fact you've got blue hair and blue boots, that makes it, that they become not something to be insulted, but something to be like, you know what, that's pretty cool. So, you can show that consistently. Exactly. You, 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 you've, got to, you've got to say that it maybe it was the occasion that brought it out of him, home to West Brom, I don't know. I mean, and that's um, the sad thing about players, we need an occasion to bring out of you, one of the highest paid players. You know, well, exactly. That's, that's shocking. But you mentioned, uh, you mentioned Man United, which brings us very nicely onto our next question from Paul, who says, who is the best Man United player for double game week 34? And, and to save us kind of going on for ages, I'll pick out three Three or four names. I mean, you can add some to the list if you want, Jack. I mean, Romelu Lukaku's got to be high on the list. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Pogba possibly talked uh, about. He'll get transferred in this week. He's definitely a bandwagon, you know, signing exactly. this, this week. The other one is Alexis Sanchez, who got, um, I think it was an assist and a goal. Uh, oh, no, no, two, sorry, two assists yes, against yeah. Man United. He got an assist and a goal against Swansea. So that's four goal involvements in two games. And, and actually, I'd said a couple of weeks ago that he's a decent differential for double game week 34, but he's just got to kind of hit form at the right time so he's got to do well in 32 and 33 for him to really be on the radar and how he has done exactly that um, so I mean what do you think I mean I would stay away from defenders because these oh yeah these fixtures are very appealing for defenders and West Brom I've said many times on this podcast when you have a defender playing against West Brom those are the time they fall <laughs> did they again this weekend they did it yeah they took the lead against Swansea then the previous week they nicked a goal um, just that was pointless at home against Burnley and knocked off a clean sheet you know they they got a goal away at Bournemouth as well. So actually, you know West Brom have um, they scored? Yeah, they were four 0 down at home against Leicester, scored in that one as well. On, on paper, these two fixtures look very tasty for defensive minded yeah. players for United. Don't no they? one's kept a clean sheet against West Brom since game week twenty nine, and they have scored pointless consolation goals every week since. So yeah, that's possibly a good and point. And again, Bournemouth, you again they they have got some attacking threat without Stanislas. He's a big part of that. Without him, it's a over the both game weeks you would think on paper they look very tasty but I'd stay away from that out of that list you gave me I think Lukaku I, I do think that he's got a good chance of getting goals in, in this weekend um, so he's the one that it, it's just whether you can afford it in your team isn't it yeah. everyone's got different scenarios and if you've already got Kane and don't have Lukaku it's whether you can bring him in um, I don't know who the big, biggest differential is out of those three I'm, I'm probably it'll be Sanchez he's about 4.4% let's double check that now I'm, I'm pretty sure because I think Pogba's in a lot of supposedly dead teams um, whereas Sanchez obviously because of the fact that he signed in January if you've got him then you probably did it on purpose um, I, I, I think Sanchez for 11.5 million is expensive as well so if, yeah. you, if you can only afford a cheaper one 7.8 for Pogba that might be a pump worth taking so Sanchez is 3.3% owned and Pogba is uh, 11.7 so you know Sanchez, Sanchez is the differential and I suppose the thing is is that you could some people might turn around and say well you know 11.5 for midfield is quite a lot well you know Lukaku versus Sanchez um, Lukaku is more expensive if you don't have him already it's 11.6 I guess, like you say, it might come down to what your team looks like. 11.5 million is a lot to try and find money for a midfielder. That's the problem. Yeah, because especially if you've got, I mean, for example, I mean, my midfield at the moment is is Salah, obviously, Son, Willian, Mares, and Lewis Cook, who's budget and able are going to play twice in double game week 34. There's not too many people in that. There's no one in the same bracket as Sanchez. Mm-hmm. So you can't... It, Straight so take swap. It, it's never a straight swap, whereas Lukaku, I mean, Aubameyang, I mean, there is a jump there, but you might have some money available. Um, you know, people. Some people still have Aguero. They can make that switch. If you've got a free um, hit for this game, you plan to use it. And yeah, I would. I think he would be a decent option. Yeah, it's a good point to say. Actually, is that I mean, um, we're gonna. Our next question is which chip to play. Um, 
trip, uh, if you're playing the playing the free hit, then because some people are, then yeah, I I think triple double getting Sanchez and Lukaku mm. could be could be could be good. So I wish I kept some of my chips in this game. <laughs> well, speaking of those chips, then um, Nasir has asked bench boost or triple captain this week. Um, but we probably should just chuck, chuck free hit in there. Um, I'll answer that question by saying what I'm going to do. Um, and for those listening who may or may not be in the same situation, the reason why I'm going to do this is because I wildcarded in game week 32 uh, with a view to... Because uh, obviously we played a wildcard, played my wildcard at the beginning of the international break. We found out the fixtures halfway through and they weren't quite what we what we perhaps hoped for because we thought the 34 would be bigger than 37 but that's not the end of the world so in the end I just decided to chuck my team full of double game week players for double game week 34 and then the only non-double game week players I had were Salah because obviously uh, and then Aubameyang and Monreal because game week 32, 33 they had good fixtures and the plan was to get Kane in for Aubameyang um, you know I'm looking at my team now I've got two free transfers for double game week 34 you know I could take three of them you know four point hit um, in a big double game week that could work out um, you know I could conceivably take out Monreal, Aubameyang and Salah and replace all three of them with people who are going to play twice so for me it kind of makes no sense to play any chip other than the bench boost because I've got to be honest I don't, I'm not particularly enamoured by any of the triple captain options I mean I, you know triple captain options you could maybe look at Lukaku but as we've said tends to only score once um, you could look at Sanchez but you know has been, you know, I'm. I don't think I'm not willing to to break my midfield to get him in. Um, quick question for you in regards to chips, because you're in a position where you could still win leagues, and you've got yeah. a position you're, you're chasing now, whereas I'm really not doing that anymore. Is there a worry that if you don't use a triple captain now, if you use it for the the one in thirty seven, you could all be putting on the same player, and then therefore, therefore, if a bulk of people putting on the same player, yeah, not therefore mean. losing the advantage of having a triple captain in some ways. Well, the way I've got to look at it is. Um, I, I don't I don't know yeah you're right I'm probably going to have to get to a stage where I do take the odd risk because I, I, I like to do things by the book as you know um, so yeah it's tricky I mean but, but, but in terms of thinking about who you're going to triple captain are you going to go with someone who's obviously going to so be highly triple captain at, at the moment I'm looking at Kane in 37 because Spurs are away at West Brom and at home against Newcastle and you know, um, Kane at that time of year tends to do very well. I mean, the Golden Boot chase is, is will be up for grabs, it will be up for grabs, and Especially he's going to be playing, going to be well pumped for it. Yeah. Um, the other alternative uh, is Man City at home against Huddersfield against Brighton. So I could look at um, someone there, but of course, you know, you never know who's going to play. Um, you know, so I mean, I've got to be honest. I'm not enamoured by any of the triple captain options in either week. But it just it, the thing is, right? If I've got if I've gone out of my way to wildcard and get my bench so that all four of my players are going to play twice it'd just be silly not to play because if you think about it four players on the bench let's say they all play twice and they do they do nothing and they all just get two points that's four points per player that's 16 points you know that's not bad There's an extra 16 points on the top you know you, you anyone that, that's the same as having a player who scored twice in midfield and that's not too bad yeah. so it would be silly not for, for me to not use it then um, and then I've just got to hope that Kane's still fit and firing for 37 I mean United are playing twice they're away at Brighton away against West Ham um, so I mean I, I, there's, I, 37's fixtures are, look better for me than um, than 34 a few weeks ago I would have said that Mares looks alright in 37 at home against West Ham and at home against Arsenal but I mean oh, Mares has just done nothing since I brought him in and Vardy against the stats has done everything so but I mean again I mean because it's a while to go I mean I could get Vardy in for those games let's say Vardy's just absolutely banging goals in Get him in there. Yeah. The fixtures just look. The fixtures, um, not necessarily the individuals, just look more appealing in thirty-seven. And because I've played my wild card now, I've got to make the most out of the fact I've got those double game week players. Um, the case with triple captain thirty-four, I suppose, if you haven't wild card and you maybe want a wild card at a different time, then you know you could. Because some people have talked about playing the free hit in thirty-seven instead of thirty-five and playing the get wild card in thirty-six. You know the triple captain in this week. You know, as we said, there's there's one or two options out there. I mean, Sanchez is a risk, but triple captain and a guy who's owned by 3% double figure hauls or just about double figure hauls last couple of weeks not a bad option um, and then the free hit again I mean is it, you could use it it just depends what your squad looks like and how well it's prepped for 35 and 37 so. see, for, see for me I'm, I won't be using bench boost this week because oh, I've right. still got that left that's your only um, chip left is that right? no I've got triple captain as well oh, of course you do yeah, so I've, I've got, I still have, do have two chips but I won't be using bench boost because I've not got a bench that's playing two, ah, yeah. two game weeks yet. All of my bench. So do you think that maybe... So bench boost, presumably 37 for you. It would have to be. So I'll you're going to try possibly to get some double game weeks. And if not, I'm going to be no worse off because people will be playing. So 
I'm not going to use it now. Now I'll try to get players in for WC. So does that mean then? Does that mean I'm getting quite excited? Does that mean you're going to be playing triple captain in 34? I've not decided yet. But but the thing it's is, because the thing is right is that why why wouldn't you? I mean, if, if there's people playing twice. I mean, you wouldn't play it in 34. You could, well, actually, maybe you might play it in 35 because I, I don't know if people remember back with thir- game week 31. Um, when it was just four games on them, some people said, because oh, I mean, I said free hit chip, I'm not going to use it because actually four games, it's not a great deal of choice there. And if you think about it, less games means more concentration on players from one club, which means they're more likely to share bonus points rather than the whole team get more bonus points themselves. So then if you triple captain Salah in a week like that, which a few people did, our colleague Stuart James did that, um, you actually do really well. So 35 you're thinking about triple captain then possibly I'll, I'll be honest I'm not making my decision yet okay. there, but, are they, the, but they must be the two candidates surely 34 and 35 maybe 37 oh is it because you haven't decided when you're using your bench boost yet no okay no well no I will use my bench boost for so you're going to use your bench boost for 37 yes so then so then you can't use a triple captain then no, that's a good point <laughs> that's a good point exposed live on air yeah no uh, I, I, I don't think I'll use my bench boost this week so it's, it's tough I'm, I'm you know like you said, it might be worth using it in a game where no one else will be using it. Maybe the last, the last week of the season. You know, who knows? I think we have triple captain as well. Like I said, there's this risk that if everyone uses it for the same player in the same game week, that actually it, it sort of becomes irrelevant to a lot of people. Now, don't get me wrong; I can fall behind. I do yeah. I understand that. Um, I don't, so I'm not worried that there is one. There's one player that's catching my eye a little bit for this game week. Um, so I might, I might use it then. Can I say one? Can I say my prediction? I think. That you will triple captain Kane for double game with thirty four. That's what I think. We'll find out next week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, but so, 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 so two chips, you know. It's yeah, just, yeah. Just a free hit. I wish I hadn't used that one. I did. I wish I hadn't used a wild card when I did. Because that's the thing. You got to think about making sure your team isn't really half handed for thirty five. But at the same time, if you're playing your bench boost in thirty seven, you've also got to make transfers for people who will play in twice in that so game. I've only got seven players playing double game weeks just going into this week, and that's. I'll admit something like when I've made my two transfers I've broken oh no it's Tuesday Jack oh what's he done but I've made them so I've only got seven seven players the only thing was I lost out on Stanislas which was annoying oh why is because he's injured yeah so and he was there primed for of course yeah primed for the double game weeks yeah yeah that is frustrating I lost a player that was in my plan so I would have had maybe eight but there we go so, yeah, I haven't made my transfers. Oh, he's done it, he's done it. Well, there we go. To be fair, you know, the times I have done it, I think only once in the history of me been FPL has ever been on I can, I can only think of one where I've gone earlier than I wanted to and it, and it, did, and it did me in. And it was a half game week last season when I brought in Llorente and Firmino. Firmino got injured on training on like Saturday morning and didn't play and then Llorente got a dead leg in the 28th minute and came off at one point. I did it last week, if you remember, as well. I did it on the Thursday, yeah. didn't I? Yeah, and you came over and told me and I was like, Jack, no, why? why? But both players the, played. The presses are so Mil- important. Milovic Mil- scored. We had two big presses about whether or not Kane's going to play, whether or not Salah's going to play because we weren't sure and he was just like, yeah, I'm going to do my transfers before that. Milovic scored. Yeah, no, that's true. I mean, that's the Kane thing. Kane scored and it was taken away from him. You've flown in the face of logic and got points, so maybe maybe I should give you some credit. So we'll see next week. <laughs> again this week. If I'm crying, it will Injured before uh, before the games came along. Well, well, I can't wait for the next week. We'll have to decide what day we're going to film before the podcast. Oh, of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we, well, that's subject to uh, availability, I suppose. Um, in answer to your question, just to correspond to you saying you've got seven double game week players, I could conceivably have fifteen. So I'm quite, I feel confident going into this. The thing is, though, I mean, who would have thought the, the time when you had seven players was going to be the highest scoring? Weird things <laughs> happen this season. That's true. Very odd. And and you know, I've got quite, a, I've got quite different players to you. So yeah. Who knows? So who knows? Who knows? Especially if you triple Captain Kane as well, which I think you will. So, we'll see. We'll see. We'll uh, see. You really, how much are you going to bet that? Are you going to do a forfeit next week? No, if I, don't I, I don't. I'm not a betting man. If you've ever seen, you ever seen the episode of Forty Towers, yeah? yeah, where it's yeah, uh, yeah where basically, basically Basil would love to, to gamble, and uh, and then basically it's a case of Sybil, his wife, comes in and goes, "No, we don't. You don't gamble anymore, do you, Basil?" And then no. No, we don't, dear. And, and it's basically, that particular road of happiness was yeah, distinguished long ago. Exactly. Like it's a little bit like that. I would probably gamble if I was single and not a dad, but I am a dad and I, I have a wife who hates gambling, so I don't. I, I'm sorry, Jack. I can't. I can't stick anything on the line about this Kane tri- triple captain, but it's just something that I feel will happen. Speaking of Kane, though, we've been talking about it for the whole episode. We said we're going to clear it up. Let's clear it up now. Harry Kane should he have had that goal or or not? I'm not sure. I'll be honest. I, this is going to fly in the face of what I've said. I'm angry because he got given it and it's been taken away. <laughs> That's what annoys me. And it's followed on from the whole Son debacle 
week ago <laughs> yeah, where Bounce off four Chelsea players and went in. I think uh, it was three, but okay. Uh, well, <laughs> basically hit everyone in the ground before going in. It's still counted as an assist, and I don't get how that can be given in this campaign. And then Morata's offside goals this week annoyed me. I'm just getting fed up with everything. <laughs> I feel like everything is going against me at the moment. And, you know, when you look at your team and you see the points already on the board, you don't expect them to be taken away. It's okay, annoying, you lose yeah. clean sheet ones, we all know that. Yeah. When a goal's been awarded, you don't then expect it to be given and taken away. Although, I think the, F- the official FPL did say TBC, that's what we've confirmed, on, in, their, in their tweet. Yeah. It's just frustrating. Well, should he be given that? He got, he got, I think he, got a, he did get a little touch. Now, it was a little, littlest of little touches. Some people were saying he's, it was the hair on his head. He's claiming it. And look, I, obviously, I don't know how he came. <laughs> a lot of people, pundits, are saying they do know him, says he's not the type of person that would make them say he got touched touch if he didn't. Now, he's in a, he's in a race for the golden yeah, boot. Yeah, but who, who, who am I to argue about? I don't know him. I've got to be honest, I, I don't think I'm an honest person, but if I didn't touch that and it looked like I did and I was in the golden boot race, I'd be like, yeah, I'm having that. Why goal. not? Why not? But the thing is, I mean, now we've watched an appeal. And if it does end up being awarded to Kane, it's not going to help me. You know, well, that's what I think is really interesting. That's why I love this whole narrative because imagine the scenes if he gets awarded that goal retrospectively, right? And then let's say that someone who brought in Kane last week, like you know, doesn't win their mini league by either four or eight points, depending on whether or not they'd cap- or captain them. Yeah, or ends up having to do a forfeit. Um, you know, so that the goal has gone down um, retrospectively as is because obviously with FPL they can't go back and change it. Um, or alternatively, you know, if, if Kane wins the Golden Boot. Uh, by one goal. I mean, it, I mean, it's, if, if somebody didn't have him last week, I'm, I'm quite relieved that he didn't get the goal. I can feel your pain because, like you say, clean sheets. You always know that when they get put on, they're at risk of coming off again until they get sealed. So even though that really smarts, it's something we're used to. You accept it. You accept it. Indefinitely. I've had a few occasions this year where um, players they've said they've scored, but then it hasn't. So um, it, you know, but it's never been. It's never gone as far as that. So I had Otamendi when um, it was that game against Southampton. It was the night that Salah scored twice mm. as a sub for you and Varane. He was a captain and he wasn't mine. Um, Otamendi got on, we thought got on the end, like diving header on a De Bruyne free kick. And then in the end, I think it even went down as a known goal or a De Bruyne goal. But, you know, they put on their Twitter, it's an Otamendi goal, but it's under review. And then about five minutes later, they said it's not a goal. And I never got the point. Then another occasion was Walcott against, um, in, in the Black Game Week, actually. The, the cross went in, Walcott's on the back post. And oh no, it wasn't the double. It was the week before. And people, the radio. Um, I was listening to Five Live, and eh, Walcott scored at the back post. But then when they looked at the replay, only seconds later, yeah. it was revealed as a bong and goal. The thing about Kane was the points went on, and they were there for ages. And it was only it was a long time. much later after that they said, "Yeah, we've looked at it again, and he's not touched it." As to whether or not he should have it, I don't know. I actually really like Kane, and actually, as someone who you know, I'm English. I, I want to see our best players do well. You know, I, I would actually rather Kane got the golden boot than Salah because I really want him pumped and ready for the World Cup. Um, but in terms of, I I haven't seen any footage myself that looks um, conclusive because, um, as I said on Match of the Day the best angle that we're going to get unfortunately the moment where contact yeah. could have occurred is when he and the ball go behind the post and all the other angles for me they're not conclusive enough because they don't provide enough depth to see yeah okay fine the ball obscures his shoulder in that picture but that doesn't mean it touched it it could be perspective is showing that it's in the way so I, I really don't know taking I, my, I taking my can't say out of it, you know you've, you've got, you can't ever get to a stage where goals are, start becoming up for grabs lots of lots of touches you know it, um, yeah. they need, I think whoever makes a decision the panel that makes a decision needs to be aware that they're making a sort of precedent here and whatever they choose to do you know could you, if it is a case of the slightest hair touches it, then how many different strikers are going to try and claim goals? And <laughs> especially when they're going to defend the good of it and they go for an own goal and when it was sort of bounce off both Well, of they them. had one with Sergio Aguero when he scored his hat-trick, who obviously he was my captain that week, so I, this, it was reverse. I was like, please, please give him that goal. That, I think, only touched his hair, but I think the footage showed that it kind of... It, it touched lots of hairs mm. in clear view of a camera in a way that changed the direction of the ball. So I think it probably touched part of his head as well. Because obviously, that's the other thing, is you've got to work out, did the ball change direction? I mean, I don't know. Did, like you say, there's a precedent they've got to set, and then maybe they've got to stick to it. For me as well, it's, it, wasn't just, it wasn't this in isolation that's annoyed me. It's just that... <laughs> yeah, that's uh, true. Who, so it's a straw that broke the Son, donkey's back. So Son, yeah. It was Son's goal in the end then, was it? Uh, or, oh, no, it was Ericsson who got the goal, yeah, yeah. So Ericsson and Son over the last few weeks have swindled me out of, <laughs> out of, out of points. And like I said, it's, it's not in isolation. I, I just feel like you know when, when things aren't going well everything seems to come against you and that's yeah. how I'm feeling at this moment when it like rains it pours you had that earlier in the season where I think you had, I had three a patch. or four, four patches well that, that Otamendi uh, 
potential goal that got chalked off, that was at the thick of it, and then he lost his clean sheet later in the game. I still looking at your points until, <laughs> until like midnight. That Probably. Day. But I suppose the only problem is, is that with goals, that's the big issue, is that, you know, you listen to it on the radio, you're watching it, well, you wouldn't, it was three o'clock, wasn't it? You listen to it on the radio, you know, come 80, the 80, 90th minute, the game's, you know, it, it, it's gone down as a cane goal I mean that's that's probably generally speaking yeah good advice never look at your clean sheets do not do that do not refresh your fantasy Premier League team after 60 minutes because you will be disappointed in the exactly with no clean sheets anyway but yeah t- t- tough one so I mean it's, I would it's say hard, it's hard for the FPL as well because you know they're sorry for fantasy football because well they don't mean the it goes down to Opta doesn't it so. they're in a situation now where they're going to, whatever happens, people are going to be annoyed. Tweeting <laughs> them all the time, saying, "You know, if Kane does get one of the goals, they're going to be inundated with people saying, well, it's not fair that he's been given the goal, we're not getting the points.' And they're going to be inundated <laughs> with these types of things. Aren't exactly. They? You know, it's, they can't I win, do can they? Because you do give the points, and I don't, I don't know how you sort of solve that. Should 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 what where it stands an hour after the game be the final whistle, and then it's changed. So that's the thing. Was obviously, of course, if the if Premier League then does award him the goal. You, you aren't going to get the points. It's like a referee making an incorrect decision in a game that costs the team a win, but then comes out after the game and says, I got that wrong. You go, well, what's that to me now? The thing is, whatever, yeah, whatever fantasy football do, whether they cut, cut the mark off an hour and say, look, that was awarded to Kane until an hour after, so that's who it's going to go to. You can have Ericsson owners being annoyed. So whichever way it goes, they <laughs> yeah. can have wins. So I do feel for them in this. Yeah, definitely a tricky one. Well, speaking of Ericsson owners, let's look at our mini league because there are some Ericsson owners here this week who will be feeling not necessarily lucky, but certainly fortunate. Um, So, uh, the Plymouth Herald FBL League. But but the biggest news actually this week, are you ready for this one, Jack? I haven't told you this already. No, absolutely not. No. No. But speaking of the top 10, which we always look at, one Baron Cross has dropped out of the top 10. He has dropped down, I think, about five places to 12th. Baron Cross is no longer in the top 10. Absolutely bonkers. No, he's doing very well. We'll tell you that at the end, Jack. Um, so our top 10, we're going to go through uh, how well they did. Um, and then we pick out three who could be the manager of the oh, week. I'm, just to clarify, I'm having overriding say who wins this week because you had it last week. So well, I pulled rank as host. If, if, if it's draw, would you I'm like to Would you like to host and I've, then I've pull, pull rank? You, I've done it when you've had a bad ear or whatnot. Uh, was it a bad ear? I think it was. A, well, I was certainly ill. Tooth. I get ill all the time now. I've got kids, so yeah, I do definitely forget. Um, right, so we've got two new entries this week, both of whom are Argyle fans. So that's good because this is supposed to be a Plymouth Herald league. Um, so new entry number one is Alan Piper with, ironically, promoted Pilgrims was his team name, and that, he's exactly what's happened to him this week. He's been promoted into the top ten. He's gone up two places with, and he's got nineteen thirty-three points. Another new entry, ninth place, Stephen Lydon with Home Park Rovers on nineteen thirty-four. He's gone up two places as well. Uh, Luke Sturtridge uh, with Treehorn Productions gone down two nineteen forty-one. Rahul Van Nistelrooy has gone down two as well. Uh, he's on 1945. Akif Islam has gone from 10th to 6th very quickly. He's gone up four places, 1945. Matthew Kemp has gone up two as well with Waterbutt FC, 1948. And then our top four is, is unchanged. Emmett Pasha in fourth with Ibra Kadabra, 1949. Liam Gallagher with Barcelona in third, 1953. Martin General of Akesia with Zalom United, 1992 points. And then... Tony Fairburn, Atletico Grandad, the first member of our league to get to 2,000 points this season, 2,032. And speaking of him, he is our first candidate for Manager of the Week this week because he had won Paul Pogba in his team, got 14 points out of him. And um, he didn't sign him this week. He signed him a few weeks ago, which turned a few heads. And, you know, a bit like you perhaps, Jack. You know, so signing this turn heads didn't make a lot of sense, but it's paid off. Mm-hmm. 14 points. Milivojevic, 10 points. He captained Jamie Vardy, so he got 16 out of him. Took a minus four. He took out Ake and Mounier, which actually on paper made sense. So it's a bit frustrating for him because Mounier scored as well. Um, to bring in Chilwell and Vardy as a minus four. So 51 points for him in a low-scoring week. Not bad. Alan Piper, one of our new entries, 50 points. He made no transfers, which I really like because that's what I did. Uh, lots of, what of other people did to make sure they've got two free transfers for game week 34. Captain de Bamiang, he had Ericsson. So, you know, he's one of these people who... Has massively benefited from that Kane goal. I hate him. <laughs> <laughs> there he goes. He's not going to get the award. Uh, Vardy got eight points because he didn't captain him. And then Akif Islam, he got 49 points. Again, no transfers made. Big fan of that. Uh, he got points for Aspilicueta, 11 points. I really like that. Uh, Ericsson, 15 points. So another Ericsson owner there. Captain Salah on the off chance he might play. And then that meant that Aubameyang, as his voice, got him 12 points. So um, I've got to say, I mean, Tony Fairburn's done really well because he had Pogba, and it's a really. Um, unpopular player to have in live teams anyway we should say um, Milovojevic holding on to him 
decent. You know, captain in Jamie Vardy. You know, that's a you know a kind of left field appointment as captain, and that's not bad. But I do quite like how well the other two blokes did uh, whilst making no transfers because I think they're gonna they've set themselves really well for for game week thirty four. What do you think, Jay? Um, well, my my favorite just goes to Tony Fairburn. I oh think, right. I think to, to have, not only because he's got Pogba because Pogba scored two goals to have. Him, Lukaku, didn't do particularly well on a growing team in a game like that is quite brave. Um, and Captain Vardy, again, you know, if you look at stats, that is not a, a, yeah, an Yeah, unfashionable. Choice. So he'll, he'll get my, my, my choice this week. Um, so can I just can we just clear this up, get this absolutely out there that you don't want to give it to either of the guys who have Ericsson stole your voice? That's not the reason. That is not the reason. I think, and also, you know, his first one gets two thousand. He's got quite a quite a lead over second place, and you know, I think I think he's done really well this game week. And but when you've got one, he's also got two players in his starting eleven that didn't get any points, and he's still got fifty one. Fifty one, which I think is impressive. Fifty one is is a good score to have in a low scoring week. Um, I am actually going to vote for, I think. Um, See, I, I, I keep this. I like what like Caspilicueta. I like I like Ericsson, but you know I, you've got to argue that there's an element of fortune there because Caspilicueta is not really in your team for goals. Um, ironically, I don't know if you, um, you know he, he's normally the one providing goals for Morata this time. It was the other way around. Um, but I was a bit confused, perplexed even by the by Captain in Salah because I thought that was a big risk because I thought if he was going to play, then it would only be for ten minutes, and then yeah, fine, he's got goals as a sub before. But you know, if that, if that was me with that team, I probably would have captained Aubameyang. So therefore, I think I would like to give it to Alan Piper, but okay, Jack, fine. You know, if I had the deciding vote last week, you know, mm-hmm. as charity to you, like you were asking for earlier on. Well, I'll um, give, I'll give, I'll give the award to me if I could. But well, we'll come on to that in just a second as to where you are in this league. Um, I'm going to let you have the deciding vote, just because you know I, I feel a bit sorry for you about the Kane goal. So are we going to give it to Tony Fairman, yeah, who we assume is a granddad, bearing in mind that his team name is Atletico Granddad? So well, I think the biggest, the saddest thing about it all is that beating Chasters have dropped down to 13th. That's the most upsetting. I know they came back last week, yeah. but dropped out again. Um, outside of the top 10, um, I've gone up uh, five places from 33rd to 28th. So I'm closing in. If I can get into the top 10 for the final episode of the season, I'll be well happy with that. Um, and then. Uh, Jack, you moved down only two places, not too bad. You're now down to 280th. But there's thousands of people Tell in this what, league. So if I can get the top 10 by the final podcast of this season, that will be incredible. What we, that, 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 that is my aim. Okay, tell you what, if you get into the top 10 by the end of the season, don't say it. Do not say I will, it. I will present no. this podcast. No, I'm not going to say it. <laughs> to be fair, the, the, viewers, like, uh, the viewers wouldn't see it, would I'm they? I'm taking 60 point hits. Every week. <laughs> yeah, just to make sure. Or maybe I should say it. Hmm. <laughs> I, don't, I really don't think I'm one of your biggest competitors. <laughs> no, that's too much. no, that's true. No, that's true. Perhaps maybe that joke was a little below the belt. Perhaps. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> you are listening to waiting, waiting on, on the bonus, bonus points. So we are back with our favourite segment of the show, and John Bishop, our producer, not the comedian, uh, has been sat there at the side, nodding his head, making faces. But now he can finally open his mouth, can't he, John? Hello. He's back. So, a couple of things. Oh. The joke about John Bishop, that's yep. not that funny. Oh, okay. Secondly, I listened back to this with my... Uh, <laughs> I listened to this with my parents at the weekend just to say this is what I do at work. <laughs> and my mum's face was just one of, is that actually what people listen to? So <laughs> I thought this week I'm going to try and make it a bit better. Not trying to brush us off air. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. That was, I, I apologise for that. Dave did look a bit annoyed with me at the end of that. What, I was what I want, unsure. What I, I want to just, Jack went, is Dave annoyed with me after that? And what I, I want to just add in is you said to your mum about this episode last week, oh yeah, no, 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 it's normally better than that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we should actually just clarify last week, basically, I, John, yeah. John's laptop doesn't have a great deal of space on it because he does so much video for the Herald that had we gone on for, what, 30 seconds longer? Yeah, that was it. It would have just, 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 just sliced. Done. So I read out the facts of the, you know, we had to improvise but this so week backed up I've got, I've got backed up nice week. he's deleted yeah. all his you know all that stuff you do for the Herald like taking videos of stuff that yeah, people don't Plymouth this is, this is one of the yeah, this, is what, this is what we so. want to know because Johnny is back with Friday Night Deadline an FBL quiz and what sort of telly show I'm in an airport and that's the watch for runnings <laughs> there we go so 
How many questions have we got available? We've got ten call runnings questions. <laughs> well, I'm no, assuming there's uh, one call runnings question. One call runnings and one, one, one question. And one craptic. Uh, one craptic. And also, <laughs> we've got a double pointer question. Ooh. So, right. like, the kind of triple cap, the double captain. Well, no, it's just like the double pointer question. I'm going to move on here. Try and catch you me looking at the screen. I literally had to turn it down every time I talk. So, okay. Right. So, Jack, as you per usual with the lowest game we score, you get to go first. I've not gone first in the quiz. Question three. With question Will number you get three. The question I week? really hope I get it because I Question number three. Okay. Is it the question? What was used in the 1973 FA Cup final and never used again? In the 19 what, sorry? 73. Have a guess. Out of time. He's out of time. I can't even think. It um, was an orange ball. There we go. Was it snowing? Yeah, I reckon it must have been. So snowing. it's never been used again no, in a cup final. Because no. it's been used plenty of times in other. It's games. for snow, is it? Yeah, is yeah, that what they use right. it yeah, for? Yeah, that's right. So there we go. So nil nil after one. I'm really conscious of like, not like talking too loud. I not even think it. Nothing came to my head. Right, I'm well, it's a tricky question because actually orange balls have been used again, but presumably it's just not exactly. Well, not in the FA Cup final. That was. I was going to say that was a question from. We've got three questions from William as always. Oh, course, so, okay. Yeah. Okay, Next so question. I have question number nine, please, Carol. Number nine. Is it the coronary's question? No. Oh, <laughs> you're never going to get the coronary's No, I know. I just move them all around. So oh. uh, what records, still unbeaten, did Newcastle United Billy Hampson mm. set in 1924? Most goals scored in a league game. Oldest player to win the FA Cup at the age of what? 41. Oh, wow. Is that the oldest player ever? No well, to, well, no, to win, oh, to win the FA Cup. Yeah. What's the oldest player? What do you reckon? I'm pretty sure Teddy Sheringham played in 
Tallulah, like right, so a Tallulah so, Pata. So, so then everybody goes, Tallulah sounds, sounds like a $2 hooker. And then yeah. it's like, that's my mother's name. Yeah. <laughs> Quality stuff. Yeah, oh, you did. Oh, you oh, did. Oh, a couple more weeks of this, you won't even listen, need to watch listen, the film. Listen, I see this as a victory every time because it means David's yeah, exactly. But just watch the film. Yeah, exactly. Well, no, no, Please. no. Then, no, no, I don't want him to because then you no, might get a I've already said to David, don't do when you do watch the film. That's the week I stopped to go these questions. Next one. I'm going to get the cryptic one now, aren't I? Question seven, is that available? Four, five, seven. Yeah, seven, yeah. He's got a double pointer. Oh, so yes. he's got nothing on there, but I'll go double pointer, double pointer. Um, That's the. We could go. We could go. No, I thought I was heading to improve on that. Oh, yeah, okay, double pointer. Yeah. I was trying to improve on it last week, so I'm sorry. That's not like Johnny Vegas. I'm sorry. Okay, you're never going to get this. Oh, but this great. is basically <laughs> who said this. Okay, do you They're funny. Time. They're funny. Who said this? Okay, if you're going to win the Premier League, you're going to have to finish ahead of Chelsea and Man City. Michael Owen. Graham Souness. Double pointer. Because you didn't get it, it means you lose two points. No, it doesn't. No, it does. Dave's on minus two. No, it doesn't. No, Dave's on there. No, no, no. What pushes are left? Right, right, right. I do... I said to Dave a minute ago, I think there's some good questions this week. Okay, okay. What's that? It's 8, and 10. Just want to say, with two questions left each, and it's nil-nil. And I've got no tiebreaker. 10. Okay. Uh, this is one of uh, William's questions. Thank you, William. Oh. Which ex-Manchester United player won three Premier League titles and one League Cup and an Olympic silver medal? Ronaldo. Three Premier League titles, one League Cup, and an Olympic silver medal. 60s, yeah, it's got to be someone from I don't know who he is. So I, I don't, have no I've idea. Absolutely no idea. It's what one of, his surname is what one of the wise men gave to Jesus. Gold. Frank. Frank. You gave him Frank. <laughs> Frank. Here you go. It's Frank. Frank. What's the other one? Mer. Frank incense gold and myrrh, so it can't be any. Oh yeah, no, it's not. I thought he gave him silver. He didn't give him oh, silver. My days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the so alternative. Who is Raphael de Silva. Wait, Rafa, no way. He's yeah. won an Olympic medal. Yeah, he certainly has. Uh, still nil-nil. <laughs> I don't know, is it? He probably Oh, right. Okay. What's available for me to Four, choose? Four, five, and eight. I'll have eight, please. Okay. Not... Which two English clubs drew 4-4 when they met in the Champions League in 2009? Arsenal-Liverpool. Oh, is it good? So close. Oh. Chelsea and Liverpool. Oh. Oh, no, Arsenal oh. Liverpool was in the league, wasn't it's it? Still oh, nil nil. One, one of these are cryptic. Right, one of these oh. is cryptic, and one of these is another cryptic. question I've about heard, the FA Cup. I've never got a cryptic, and you've never got Corona. Oh. So what's left? Okay, four and five. Five. Five is the cryptic. No, it's not difficult some. actually, though. Oh, okay, think, right. think about it, though. Really think about well, it. We've only got five seconds, mate. Okay, well, think about it for five seconds, mate. Calling me mate. Uh, right. Okay, cryptic. Car in front of a Spanish house. Villa. Aston Villa. No, yeah, he got it, he got it. He's out of time, though. Yeah, Villa, Villa I'm hand. giving him that. Sorry, I'm giving him a Villa. Yeah, it could be a Burton Villa. They play in the Southwest Portuguese League. Why'd you talk like that? <laughs> what, his anger just came out in Italian then. I press the button, right? Sorry, sorry. So one Villa and professional football. Dave, if you could see Dave's face right now, I'm giving Jack that point. I got that. That's, that's, yeah. that's bad as Kane getting that. Oh, that if on, I Dave. knew what you were on about. Right, 1 0. No, I'm not having that. Come right, on. come on then. Right, right. that's my question. No, Dave's not happy, is he? No. So, question four is all that's left. Um, which player has won the FA Cup the most times? I'm not going to get that, am I? Um, some Arsenal player, probably. Um, no, I know I did. Oh, I haven't, pre- I haven't pressed the bell yet, so I can have as long as I like. Oh, um, I've double the time. Yeah, no, yeah, I, yeah. Don't, I don't know. Um, he was married to a pop star. Well, no, I don't know. Dave Beckham, Dave Beckham is it? No, he was married to a pop star Bobby in Moore. Girls Allowed. Oh, Ashley Cole. Correct. One all. Oh, he's got, he's got it! <laughs> No, I'm absolutely joking. Jack won no, one nil. Disgraceful. Look, Dave's after, really after genuinely annoyed. Do you want to? Wait, 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 Ask the question. I deleted again. the question. Ask the question again. Because I there's loads of teams with Villa. Okay. Any professional football team. Okay, Spanish. Did he say professional? Uh, uh, car in front of a Spanish house. At which point did he say he wants a professional football club? 
That's what FPL is all about. <laughs> Aston Villa don't play for FPL. Hang on, I didn't read the rest of the question. Which professional football club? Oh, brilliant, yeah, brilliant. I think, I think, we, Dave, I think, I think, Dave, think Dave's not on the bottom in the FPL league. I think, I think we've established Dave's a bad loser, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, he's very sore. He does take gracefully. No, I don't mind losing yeah, statistic of the week. I believe Dave that, I believe is a sore loser. I believe that. That's not a shock to anyone. I believe that was not a fair win, but hey, that's fine. Good job with democracy and not dictatorship, isn't it? Mum and dad. Bearing in mind you had the Kane stuff, I'll let you have it. Well, I don't need you Democracy. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm, and I'm the, as he says when he hosts the show, I'm the quiz host. Thank you, Kim. Yeah. Kim Young Dave. Oh, yeah, oh, oh, <laughs> oh, 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 I'm not gonna. I haven't dropped a nuclear no. bomb on you yet, have I? Not yet. Right. Anyway, let's end this. I've got to go to home park. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Right. right. So our Jack start of that. the week: Cesar Azpilicueta and Alvaro Morata have combined for seven goals in the Premier League this season. No other teammate duo have combined for more. Not even Salah and Firmino, Salah and Mane. So there we are. Would have been better if Morata actually got the goal rather than the assist. Yeah, that's true. And actually, to be fair, what's his name in the uh, in the league? Yeah, he has been quite a So he's he's not going to mind too much on that one. But anyway, so uh, that brings us to the end of the show. Uh, for the rest of this week, we've got plenty of stuff going on. We've got players to sell, players to sign. We've got captains. We're going to review what happened in game week 33, and we're going to look at people who could do well in double game week 34. So stay tuned uh, to the website. And look on our Twitter for when we're going to have the next podcast. We're doing yes, date, yeah. stay tuned to the Twitter because we don't know when it's going oh, to be. Oh, that's a good idea. I think so I should have said that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just reiterating. <laughs> and who um, on the quiz day? Just, just All right, Jack, don't uh, get it. Okay. Uh, it's under review. <laughs> yeah, if, if you go on like that, it will be under review. Yeah, so. exactly. So we'll have to check with uh, we have to check with Opto. I'll put it out on my Twitter account. Um, it's been awarded to me, taken away from me yeah. an hour later. Uh, we can actually reveal that the quiz this week was won by <laughs> Harry Kane. <laughs> um, if you've enjoyed what you listened to today, then subscribe to us on Audioboom. If you're listening on iTunes, then again subscribe to us there and give us a rating because we love ratings on iTunes. And we will see you next week. Thank you for listening to Waiting on the Bonus Points. We're always happy to help you out with your FBL team. So if you have any questions for our panel, follow or tweet us at FBL underscore Herald. Wie had dat gedacht? Van shoppen in Milaan naar achter de koopjes aan. <laughs> Gelukkig heeft Telford Smart Packers. Niet het laatste model telefoon, maar wel de beste prijs. <laughs> dat is toch genieten? Geniet ook zonder te veel te betalen met Telford Smart Packers. Zoals de Samsung Galaxy S7 met 1 giga en 150 minuten. Nu voor maar 26,50 euro per maand. Doe je voordeel mee, Telford. Let op. Geld lenen kost geld.